This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. 8.05. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to the 8 o'clock and final hour of Jason and Alexis in the morning. On my talk, 107.1, everything entertainment, everything baby Archie. I'm Jace with Lex and Sonny filling in for Don McClain, who is in New Orleans, uh, having a good time. Let me check. Okay. I'm going to check the weather for Dawn oh, because yeah. she was very worried that she was going to have bad weather. Well, we got the, the rain whole- here. Mm-hmm. She's worried about the rain. Yeah. Yeah, through her whole vacation. So let me check New Orleans just for her. Let's see here. Um, oh. Uh-oh. Is it, is it raining right now? <laughs> oh. Um, yeah, it is. But you know what? Okay, so there's an 80% chance today, um, uh, tomorrow, yeah, and sun, Saturday, too. Oh, it's going to be... But, okay, but still, I mean... Oh, yeah, being on vacation. And it's still, yeah, and it's the South. I mean, it's, it's, it's on the honey, Gulf. Get some yes, food. exactly. I mean, who cares if it rains if you're inside? You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, maybe it's, those it's, spirits and ghosts she's looking for, maybe they, uh, they like to come out more when there's uh, some precipitation. Maybe, Lex, maybe. Yeah, I don't know, but uh, she'll be back on Monday. Sonny's uh, filling in, and uh, you can find more of, of Sonny at Cutie Booty CEO on the Twitters, the Instagrams, everywhere. So, mm-hmm. uh, so I always joke that B. Arthur doesn't know our name. She doesn't remember our name. Uh, she literally has a promo. Uh, we call them rejoins, where the announcer, her name is Zoe. She's like. Jason and Alexis in the morning. Well, B. Arthur sometimes writes those with Rocco, our imaging director. And B. Arthur created one that literally says, the three people you're listening to are Jason, Alexis, and Dawn. So I joke that that, uh, she wrote that for herself so that she will remember our names. Well, she doesn't know our names, but Howard Stern does. So if you remember uh, last week, I think it was, Marianne from Brooklyn called into our show. Now, if you don't, if you're unfamiliar with Howard or his show over the past uh, couple decades, uh, Marianne from Brooklyn is his most famous call-in person, his super most fan. famous f- super fan, number one fan. They they always played the crows behind her, and she has an unmistakable voice. I mean, you can't you can't not know Marianne from Brooklyn's voice. I mean, it's, it's pretty recognizable anywhere. It's some people would say it's screechy. We prefer to say just love. Oh, I needed Jason. Love you. That's Marianne from Brooklyn right there. So Marianne was on our show. She, uh, we've become kind of Instagram friends. She sent me a message asking if she could come on our show 
to promote Howard's upcoming book <laughs> because, as you know, I mean, you may know Howard's coming out with a book all about the show, his favorite interviews, et cetera, et cetera. Well, I was like, of course, Marianne, we would love to have you. That's how much this woman loves Howard Stern. I mean, she adores him. She not only called our show, but she called into a sports show in New York. She called uh, Dr. Drew uh, in Los Angeles. <laughs> Bubba the Love Sponge down in Florida. I mean, she's making the round. And TV too, right, Lex? Yeah, TV as well. She called in. She called in. Mm-hmm. So she called. So Howard's crew found uh, found all these clips. Yes. And this they is aired. so cool. Remember, he called you, so he knows yeah. who you are. I know. So if you if you're kind of new to our show uh, last year, about a year ago, Howard um, saw a clip from my TV show where I kind of did a monologue about how good Howard's celebrity interviews are and how I, I admire him as a as a broadcaster, as a radio guy and as a TV guy. And he found that clip and he had his executive producer, Baba Bowie, track me down and got my number. Uh, he was on vacation, called me from the beach literally from a beach and wanted to thank me personally. And it just meant oh, so just, awesome. it was the coolest, one of the coolest moments of my life to talk on the phone with Howard. Mm-hmm. Anyway. So here's Marianne yesterday on the Howard Stern show and, and listen to uh, what happens here. Uh, there we go. I've got a limited. Would you believe this? This is amazing. When she called this guy in Minnesota, who's very popular, Jason Matheson, he hosts a TV show and a radio show. How do you know all these people, Marianne? They reach out to me, and I, I follow a lot of people. And Jason Howard, you called. I know, yeah. Jason's a good guy. He promotes our show all the time oh, out in Minneapolis. Okay. Um, Robin, I'm game on with and Howard. Then, and then, and then you got to hear this. Like Marianne gets a whole intro to this guy's show, like like a uh, praising her, and like she's turning. He really knows her. Listen to this. Eight thirty-three is the time. I'm 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 so excited about our. So Howard goes on to play, and this is what killed me. I was like. It was okay. Two things. If I'm being first, I got a smile from ear to ear hearing Howard Stern say my name. That killed me. Like I was just hearing him say my full name. I was like a kid. I was like peeing in the car. But then to hear our show, Lex, played on what is arguably the most iconic radio show ever was surreal, girl. Surreal. That's crazy. They hear did he the, just play the intro, or did he play more no, than that? He played because you start talking, you and then he played a good chunk of the 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 beginning, and just to hear our voices on his show was crazy. <laughs> I mean, it was just it was it was oh. only like a minute, but you know what? It was a really fun minute minute and a half. Uh, anyway, so. Thanks to Howard and to Marianne, and Marianne sent me a message last night. She was, I talked about you. I said, I know, sweetie. Thank you so much. And it did was you order good. your book already, Jace? Girl, of course I did. Oh, you did? I'm, uh-huh. <laughs> well, he revealed uh, the interview, the one that you know he's been saying it was the best interview of all time. Yep. Who is it? Conan O'Brien. Yeah. Conan O'Brien, mm-hmm. everyone. is how, Howard's been teasing this for a while. Lex knows. Lex and Angel listen to Howard, too. Yeah. He's been, he's been kind of teasing this, that in the book, uh, he's going to reveal his all-time favorite interview. And people thought it might might have been Paul McCartney. Um, yeah, it was like a uh, musical guest. Yeah. People thought for sure it was a musical guest. Mm-hmm. Uh, Marianne actually guessed right. 
Marianne, oh. yeah, Marianne remembers some comments that Howard made the day after he interviewed Conan O'Brien. And Marianne kind of put the pieces together. But uh, yeah, he just said, you know, Conan was very revealing. And uh, yeah, he said, about- yeah, like how to how to interview someone and how to be an interviewee because he was able to share a whole bunch of stuff. And then afterward, he even felt like, wow, we might be friends. Yeah, I could see them have oh, those two yes. actually. Yes. Right, Lex? Yes. I can see them both because they're both very private um, Howard's very much a hermit self, you know what I mean? It doesn't, <laughs> right. but I think their personalities would lend, lend themselves well to being friends. Mm-hmm. I think they would do, do well. Kind so surprised that and maybe even na- maybe now after revealing this in the book, they'll become even closer, but, um, that, it, it was a great interview and to hear Conan on again, to reveal that he was the actual interview to hear them again together. That was pretty cool, too. Absolutely. Well, and then he did this interview in The Hollywood Reporter that's really good and talking about how, you know, he took a day off. He took a, he he wasn't around for a day, which everyone goes, well, why is that a big deal? Well, it's a big deal because usually Howard pre-announces his days off. Like, they don't do shows on Thursdays or Fridays. But he, they were doing shows, and all of a sudden... Stern didn't come in and people Stern kind of had to lie. Well, now he's revealing he had a cancer scare mm-hmm. and uh, he was, it was, uh, uh, he was really worried about it. So he talks about that. Like I, like we said, he talks about Conan. He talks about just the show in general and how he is now embarrassed. He can't listen to old clips. He's like, <laughs> I have evolved. You know, he just, he can't listen to the stuff in DC in the early eighties. He, he can't do it. He's kind of embarrassed of because the show has evolved. And I know a lot of mm-hmm. you, I can see some of you. I can hear you. I know he's not everyone's cup of tea. I know his his humor. Um, I know some people think he's anti-woman. Lex listens to it as much as I do. If you listen oh, to him I, I every day, it. you have a much different perspective, right, Lex? Oh, he's absolutely. different. Oh, yeah. It's not the shock jock. There, of course, are there are the prank calls. There's the whack pack. There's, you know, some of the crew, and their stories can be pretty outrageous of some of the fests that they go to. But it's fascinating, and you, it's a nice mixture of great interviews, musical guests, you know, kind of the more sensational kind of, uh, you know, characters and what they're doing. But I love it because it, it because of that roller coaster. Yeah, and it's a it's a little universe, and I, you know, there. My executive producer Jeff always says, hashtag There's no new ideas in TV. There's just, you know, when people go, you stole that idea. It's like, okay, there are no more new ideas. Kind of the same thing for radio. Everybody that does kind of a morning show like this is kind of doing, in some way, shape, or form, whether they know it or not. We're doing a version of the Howard Stern show, just like everybody that does a late night talk show is in, is basically doing a version of Johnny Carson. In one way, maybe not a big way. We're all morning shows are are in some way we've done something that Howard started. Kind of. I mean, I really I really do believe that. And, uh, you know, for us, I know something that I have tried to do that is very much uh, a Howard thing is, you know, before Howard, you really didn't know the other employees on a show. They, you Mm-mm. know, the side characters and Letterman did the same thing for late night, like uh um, uh, Biff, you know, stage manager Biff. Oh, yeah. They, they all became characters. Well, and talking Howard's, to Paul and... Exactly, Lex. And, and the, you know, for, for Howard, he created, 
I owe I I say Howard basically created B Arthur. Let our first yeah. day on the air, really, right, Lex? I mean, yes. it, because uh, our first day on the air, we immediately started making fun of uh, our boss, Amy Daniels. I fully admit, I totally stole that from Howard Stern, who made fun of his boss back in the eighties, uh, pig vomit. Well, he called him pig virus in real life. In the movie, they changed it to pig vomit. But I took that idea right from Howard. And, you know, knowing Rocco and, and the fact that we say Rocco's name, nothing, it's not by accident. It's all on purpose. Because yeah, Howard. Hannah, social yeah, media. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. Because Howard sense. talks about Benji and all the people. He's created a universe. And it's, that's, that's Howard. That's Howard. Yeah, so well, it makes it richer because there's more, more, there's more, it just feels it's bigger and it's more. Bigger. And that's, you know. So it's a crew here. And you know, and and you feel like you're part of the party, right, Lex? When I'm listening to Stern, it's not so insular. Mm -mm. You know, it takes you a minute to get the inside jokes. But then once you do, and it doesn't take long for you to catch up, you feel like you're part of something special. You you, you know Ronnie the limo driver, just like people know Rocco and B. Arthur. And you know what I mean? And it's... Yeah, anyway. Yeah. So thanks, Howard. Yay, that's so awesome. Hey, Jace, before we go, I can tell you about a half-price deal. Go to girl. Yes. Okay. So Blue Ice Cryo Spa has a half price deal right now. MyTalk1071.com keyword deals. It's one session of cryo T shock. It's slimming, toning, and fat loss. It's normally $348. You'll get it for $174. It's innovative anti-aging device that I it's painless and non-surgical. It breaks down and destroys fat cells and flushes them out through your bloodstream and lymphatic system. So you can learn more about this. I guess it's pretty hot in Europe. And now it's at Blue Ice Cryo Spa in Woodbury. BlueIceCryoSpa.com. But of course, you can get that deal. Use my talk keyword deals. It is 818. Elizabeth Reese is next with the Dirt Alert. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. We love when she's here. Elizabeth Reese joins us now at 822 with the Dirt Alert. Hello, Elizabeth. It's a rainy, cold morning. At least we're not in Duluth. That is what I have to say. My cousin posted photos on Facebook. She lives just outside of Duluth. Oh, straight up snow. There were some swearing emojis, I think, that she was using. (laughs) Yeah. Frankly, I don't blame her either. (laughs) I don't blame her. Um, Okay, I have some royal baby updates for you. So this is kind of funny. When the baby, Archie, who is, of course, the child of Meghan Markle and Prince Harry, was announced on the official royal website, there was a little bit of a type because they introduced the newborn as the first child of the Duke and Duchess of Cambridge. Okay, Mm. that's William and Kate. Harry and Meghan are the Duke and Duchess of Sussex. So royal fans picked up on it quite away, uh, right away and made light of it on social media and then it was fixed right away. But I mean, there's some errors. Hi everybody, this is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. What's going on, you guys? We've got the Game of Thrones coffee cup. We've got this baby situation. Ugh. Everybody makes mistakes. 
yeah. makes me feel better about the mistakes that I make on the regular. <laughs> yes. Right. Yes. Me like, too. And yeah. I don't even have a baby. <laughs> I know. I'm thinking like just at my job so just much. in general. <laughs> did I say Life. that? Oh, yeah. did I do that? Shoot, did that come out oh. of my mouth? Oh, gosh. That's what happens when you talk too much for a living. Um, okay. And then the Daily Mail is breaking down how much the baby cost. I don't know why so the, tacky. the British what? tabloids have such a hard time with Megan. I just don't get it. And they just want to find ways. I think there's a little bit of like a, they think Americans are like excessive and indulgent and self-involved. You know, fine. <laughs> but <laughs> sure. And your point is? And your no. point is what? <laughs> so Megan Markle, according to the Daily Mail, it was 1.1 million pounds that it took to get this baby born. They were talking about how she enjoyed her New York baby shower. She took out over a New York penthouse with her celebrity friends. She went on a 33,000-pound spa baby moon with Harry just weeks before the birth. And then her maternity wardrobe amounted to over half a million pounds. And she indulged in some treatments like acupuncture at a West London spa. And then, of course, instead of having the home birth that she'd hoped for, she went to a private hospital. And so everyone's all up in arms about how that cost. Leave her alone. Leave her alone. What's what's what's? It's their you, money. It's like being pecked to death by bitchy chickens. You know what I mean? <laughs> yes. It's like a, I just it literally is. It's being pecked to death by bitchy chickens. I mean, listen, what I the, have chickens in my backyard. They're nicer than this. It, uh, yeah. Just, it angers me. You did. Y'all did this to Diana. You did. You know, it's they just. Do it to Kate? It's like a, it's like a yeah. freaking sport. It's gross. Well, they basically make Kate. I mean, they kind of like pick a character that they're going to put on these women in particular. I mean, they do it with the men too, but I think really with the women. Where remember with Kate, it was that weighty Katie that she like waited around for William forever, and then that she's kind of just pathetic and whatever. At mm. least she's British, so they like that. But you know that photo of Kate? She modeled in some like college fashion show for a friend who was, oh, yes. who was in the design <sighs> program, and she's wearing... I mean, it's not a great outfit because it's but it's like a college design outfit like and she was modeling for her friend and looking happy and then the tabloids get in there and publish that photo until the end of time you bottom feeding ass clowns (laughs) you'd you know it's i know i like that megan and i can't believe she had to put on heels and go and present that baby to those reporters who ask bad questions. To have him carry the baby. I mean, they made some really bold, awesome choices. Yeah, there you go. Go for it. Um, Dennis Rodman. What a bizarre situation this is. Have you heard about this? No, what's going on? Okay, let me tell you about it. So, Dennis Rodman is getting more and more strange by the moment. So there are, um, there's an upscale yoga studio and the owners of this yoga studio are accusing Dennis Rodman of being part of a daytime clothing heist. And the whole thing was captured on video. Right, guys. What? Thank you. What? Huh? So apparently Dennis Rodman entered this Vibes Hot Yoga located in beautiful Newport Beach around 12.45 p.m. yesterday with three companions. He was with two women and a man. Right after they got there, things got kind of weird. So the owner of the yoga studio is saying Dennis Rodman started distracting employees. And then the woman that he was with, one of the women, started stuffing clothing into her purse. At one point, she hides behind Dennis Rodman while she tucks the shirt away. Now, he's a big guy, so one could use him as a shoplifting, you know, yeah, distraction. Shield. 
then things get weirder. The guy that Dennis Rodman was with grabbed a $2,500 crystal art piece from the front desk and tried to place it on a steel dolly, saying that he wanted to buy it. But then he dropped the crystal piece. It shatters all over the floor. The staff is trying to figure out what to do about that. The green wearing lady grabs another clothing item and stuffs it into her purse. The whole crew leaves with the shattered crystal piece on the dolly. And the owner says that no one would pay for any of it. And then Dennis blamed the staff for the broken crystal. What? Just, just marinate on that. Okay. okay. That's, That's a big story, story to end on. A Was it drugs <laughs> and alcohol? Or where it has to be? It's very, very bizarre. Oh, very God bizarre. is watching us. Remember that, friends, right. before you start stealing something that's not yours. They reeked yeah. booze. God yeah. is watching. Hey, guys, mm-hmm. when do you think is the proper age to give your kid a cell phone? Have you had a horror story about this? 651-641-1071. You'll see why we're talking about this. Welcome back, everybody. 833. Jason and Alexis in the morning on my Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Everything nude beaches. Uh-oh. I'm Jace with Lex and Sonny filling in for Don McLean. Lex, have you ever been to a nude beach? Mm, I on accident one time in California. Oh, I was really? too young and I saw too many butt cracks and we were laughing. And then you laughed. Yeah, because I was a teenager at the time. I was visiting my cousins who live out in San Diego, and mm-hmm. I think they did it on purpose. But you know, just to see you laugh. Yeah, just to. If, yeah, giggle a little Sonny, bit. Sonny, if you don't mind me, have you ever stumbled upon a nude beach accidentally? No. Yeah. We didn't have those in Chicago, did we, Sonny? <laughs> we didn't. We didn't. Even no. though the people would still show up nude. <laughs> Even, <laughs> they didn't want tear lines, guys. Even though it wasn't official. Right. They it wasn't official, up. but they still showed up. Would you Sis. go to one now if no one found out? Or you didn't know anyone? <sighs> I, I'm going to let my vein side show, and I don't want to. Yeah, I'm with something. No, <laughs> so that means yes. <laughs> I want, I want like a, a manufactured nude beach. Like oh. I want, not like. What does that mean? <laughs> yeah, just, what does that mean? Sonny? I just want it to be men from Hollywood who work out all the time. Oh, you want it curated? Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but would you be nude on that beach? No, I'm gonna look. Because <laughs> <laughs> you're right. A lot of people on the nude beach. Don't want to see nude. Yeah. So, I mean, oh, yeah, from the hotel room and just get, get a good few peeks. Get that breaststroke in, brother. You get your binoculars out. I can see you on the balcony like, hold up. Yeah. Hold on. Stay Barbecuing put. over here. You Denzel, know. stop moving. Yeah. Stop moving. Yeah. <laughs> That's so curated. Stop it. That's the word I'm looking for, curated. Yeah. You okay, want to cur- curate, curate yeah. the naked men on that they beach. Should have like a, ooh, they, should, they should have like a nude beach somewhere on the 30-mile zone. Where people could come, you know how the people go on the bus and they do like yeah. a tour. They should have that for like celebrities, though. Mm. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, seeing they, like they could see. do their press packages and stuff for the movies. You could see, look, they really working out, mm-hmm. girl. Right there, like mm-hmm. I'll take the Ryan Philippi. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I probably would. So we we started a conversation yesterday, and, and we had it was a little truncated, so we we brought it over here. Lex, how y- yeah. you started? Because you you um, what happened with your net your net or no? Who was it? It, it was, was Madonna. Uh, Madonna. Mm-hmm. Madonna. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Madonna, you know, she has kind of two age groups of children. So she has Lourdes and. Uh, Rocco, who are 22 and 18, mm. and then she has her younger kids, um, who are 13, and then the twins, I think, are 9 or 10. Um, and so she said that with the younger kids, she's not going to make the same mistake that she did with her older kids. Mm. She says, I'm not going to give them cell phones, because 
it really ruined her relationship with her two older kids. Wow. And also, she said it had a, a big impact on their uh, self-growth, uh. on the imagery that they're inundated with, mm-hmm. comparing themselves to other people. Mm-hmm. And so she says, yep, for her other kids, actually the youngest is six years old. She says, you know what? No, they're not going to get cell phones. Um, let's see, did she give a specific yeah, age? Yeah, did she say at all, or did she give an age? Because she gave the first two cell phones when they were 13. Wow, and so that was, that. that's still, wow, okay. that still happened, so it's going to be later than that, she says. Wow, okay. 13. Yeah. See, I would think that would be okay. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's, that's when that's when my baby got a, a cell phone. We started at 13. Mm-hmm. And it didn't go well, so I kind of agree with her. Oh, see? <laughs> <laughs> but well, do you also you, use, did you also use it as an incentive to... Well, yeah, that's... Yeah, and then I had it like... Um, there's apps that where you can limit how much time they're on the phone, and yeah, she went all around that. Okay. Yeah. These, she did. These teens, is, these teens is quick, man. Because I was going to oh, say, you, yeah. you, if people missed the segment yesterday... That didn't go well for you. Oh no, Sonny. Oh, that no. that the teacher was calling me like, yeah, Nisa's on the phone like now. <laughs> yeah, and I'm trying oh, to teach. seriously. Yeah, it, it got really bad. So I was like, nope, we're gonna go back to the to the colonial days, and we're gonna just have books and 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 baking bread and <laughs> learning recipes. Yeah, gotcha. Yeah. Churning butter. We're gonna go back to that real quick. Well, then, do you still have the phone? That maybe she'll need it when she's. You know, when you guys aren't together and she's my, out at the mall or something. My or? sister and I, we were discussing that because she's old enough to start, you know, start being more independent. And so we've discussed that. So we're talking limited, like <laughs> super, not even fancy iPhone, just like the ones you, the yeah. little quick ones. Like, yeah, we'll start there. And then as her behavior gets home. better, we'll work our way up to an iPhone so that she, I want her to feel a sense of accomplishment. But yeah. I also want her to know that, nope, nobody's just going to give it to you. You got to earn stuff. Around. That's right. Yeah. Yep, yeah. yep. 651-641-1071. Give Sonny a call. Uh, do you have a horror story about this or a successful model? Maybe you have the perfect age, but every kid's different. But I don't know. This Yeah, is it this 10? Be, is it 13? Yeah, I don't know. And I just, I, I have such respect. All of you parents out there raising Ooh. teenagers in 2019. Yes. I just don't know. Not only worrying about them getting into trouble in it, but just again the imagery and 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 protecting their little hearts and their their, you know, you can't protect kids. I th- I sometimes think we're, we are way too protected about sharp edges in life. Yeah, I think we need to experience. I think the kids, some kids need to experience some more sharp edges because they're going to experience it when they get to be an adult. Let them let me just tell you. However. How do you talk to them about the universe they experience in social media? The haters, the people it would Lex, it would have devastated me had I been confronted with randos in high school talking about my weight or my homosexuality or whatever. Um, You know what I mean? The way they can message each other and, you know, just have no context for, you know, emotion or how they're how to handle that. So. Right now, you can't really actually be on a social media network right now unless you're 13. Now, of course, I'm sure there's kids who lie about mm-hmm. it who are 9, 10, 11. But if that's the age to register, even then, you're right. What's You know the maturity of your kid. Right. Yeah. What makes the most sense? I, I uh, my, my girlfriend has a 10-year-old, and he has a cell phone. 
at 10? At 10. She was like, yep, he needs one because if he needs to get a hold of me, right. uh, he, you know, she, both her and her husband work. And so for latchkey kind of right. kid, I don't know if they call him that anymore. I was a latchkey kid. I was a latchkey kid. <laughs> yeah. So he sometimes he needs to call his mom. Now, right. I don't know if that means it's not a smartphone, though. Right. And, and it's like a flip phone type thing. Chris is on the line. Oh, and good. I, and I want her to say what she just said to me. Oh, good. There she is. <laughs> Chris, say it. Hey, um, we're forgetting about the flip phone option. Oh, Um, I got my kids uh, each a flip phone when they reached high school age. And if they wanted to upgrade, they had to pay for it themselves. And my whole like parenting philosophy is low level deprivation uh, works miracles because then they're, you know, like more uh, grateful for anything they get. And so that that worked out great. I, I love the That's term nice. low level low level <laughs> deprivation. deprivation. Jana, that just a is, little. Or Chris, that is fantastic. Low level deprivation. I'm writing that down. That is. I'm, I'm here to tell you it works. Lo, low. Thank everybody. You. Hashtag yeah. low level deprivation. Low level yeah. deprivation. Yeah. Yes. Go, thank you, Chris. Uh, Sonny, let's go to line two. Let's go to Jana. Or is it Jana? I think it's Jana. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Hi, Jana. What do you want to say? I, I, I'm with uh, Chris on the low-level deprivation. My youngest is 27, and we did the flip phones. I, can, I feel for the parents that have to deal with the ready-med yeah. 20. Oh. Oh, we lost oh. her. Oh, That's we lost right. her. Oh, yep. Is she there? Hello? Yeah. No, we lost her. Okay, it's oh. over. She was, she was probably feeling for the parents that have to deal with smartphones yeah. and oh, yeah. and uh, videos and social media and Instagram and the message that Instagram sends out to you every day. Ooh, that, that's enough to... I'm, I'm 44. <laughs> I'm 44 and it breaks my heart every day. notifications and to also hopefully not tie your self-worth, your, self, your value to how many likes you have, how many followers you have. You know, it's just... They said that's wreaking havoc on this is. generation. They don't, and they say it's because they don't have enough just alone time with themselves to process their thoughts yeah yeah i mean i i literally there's somebody i forgot who it was but someone literally i i commented on a photo because it was a it was a nice photo and they they said to me in pure honesty they said oh this was just an attention getting photo i i just need validation i need validation for this photo oh and and i've i've said it too not look i think it's way harder for youth and women but I can only speak from my experiences. It and NBC News did a fantastic essay on this. It has wreaked havoc for gay men in the gay community that that do not have perfect bodies mm. because it is it is an epidemic. I mean, Instagram is not our friend really? because it. Yeah, it really is bad. I mean, if you go, I mean, there are thousands of accounts set up for people like good looking guys. That all they do is post shirtless photos. Right. And, and, and it makes the rest of us just normal looking guys. It makes it, it almost gives the signal that the entrance fee into the gay community now is 0% body fat and a perfect chin. Mm. And that's kind of the message that is amplified. It's not the full reason, but it is definitely amplified in an unhealthy way on Instagram. And it's bad. And even though, you know, subconsciously, you want to tell yourself, I'm okay, I'm okay, go be you. We say it every damn day on the show. Yeah. It is very hard. It mm-hmm. is very hard for gay men in the age of Instagram. Mm. Um, well, I mean, Instagram isn't real. You have to remember that, too. But absolutely. But intellectually, but I, you know that, Lex, but yes. you don't. Yeah. 
and especially put that in a teenage mind. Right. Yes. You know, so right. I mean, we at least have some perspective. And you're Absolutely. right, it might not be very good, <laughs> but we can at least differentiate. Yes. Kids can't. Mm-hmm. They don't know. They don't know that there's makeup artists and that that guy has spent four hours trying to get just the right pose so the sun looks good on his abs. You know what yep, I mean? And it's the not filtering and yeah. Yes. Instagram isn't real. Instagram is not real. It is, uh, let's see here, 844. We're going to take a break, and uh, we'll be back to wrap things up after this. Megan Trainer bringing us back as we wrap up the show. Jason and Alexis in the morning on My Talk 1071. Hello, buddy. Hello, Colleen. Hello. Uh, hello, buddy. I'm Jason, Lex, and uh, Sonny filling in for Don McClain, who right about now is a... Uh, uh, probably waking up in New Orleans and getting ready to have a fun day, mm-hmm. eating some amazing food. Oh, yes. oh, we were just, mm. uh, we were just Kyle and we were talking about that a couple days ago. Just it, we made the most. We were only there for about twenty four hours, but my goodness, did we make the most of it? We just ate like kings and tried a little bit of this and just walked around the French Quarter and went into you know walked into this place and walked into that place and. It was magical. I, I I love that city so much. Lex, you've been. Yes. Oh, yeah, I love there. New yeah. Orleans. Yes. Yeah. The, what, yeah. The food, the seafood, the flavor, the spices. Oh, the beignets and the, uh, the chicory coffee and just the French quarters. So quaint. Yes. Just yeah. really fun. Sonny, have you ever been there? Nope. Okay. <laughs> You'll love it. But the, the beignets the sound good. The first time I learned mm. about a beignet was from uh, Princess and the Frog. <laughs> Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) One day I'm going to get to it. One day. Yes. They're so good. I mean, just, I, I, if Kyle's listening, we, we stumbled upon this one restaurant. I mentioned it when I came back and we got the New Orleans sampler. Mm. Ooh, yeah. I, I think about that combo platter (laughs) on random days of the week. I'm like, oh, that was some good, that was eaten in the good eaten in the neighborhood. It's just, oh, it's such a good city. Such, so vibrant. There's a good word. It was just vibrant mm. and alive. And it just, yeah, just in the, the nightlife. And and then we, I laughed our, my butt off because we had all that great food for breakfast and lunch. And then we had maybe a few too cocktails, a few too many <laughs> cocktails. And we stumbled back to the hotel. And as we're stumbling back to the hotel, what do we pass but a subway? Oh. So what what do our drunk asses do? We stumble inside Five that subway, and we got a foot long. And um, I, who I still to this day feel bad for that poor sandwich artist <laughs> that had to oh deal that had to deal with us drunk fools because I don't even know how I ordered. Ooh. I don't even know how it happened. Uh, Colin's like you ordered and paid and everything. I don't remember anything. I was just like I'll take a foot long and yeah. <laughs> the subway's like my drunk. If people eat real, like usually it's fried. Yeah, people eat real bad. For me, like in Vegas, when we just got back from Vegas, I crave Subway, and I don't know why. I just yeah, mm. anyway, it's just that's that's my go to five dollar foot long. Mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, would you guys I, ever want to go to Mardi Gras? Would that be of interest? No, too many Not people. At all? Lex. Okay, no, you don't you? like in people. No, I think it'd be fun to experience it once. Yeah. Maybe yeah. not that I want to be showing tatas, but you know, just the whole the whole thing. I think it'd be yeah. fun to see. Hey, uh, this has no good transition. Uh, we went from showing tatas to this, but hey, <laughs> hey, welcome to um, the show. We uh, have a brand new my talk event that we uh, got the chance to announce last hour. <laughs> yes. So we want to we want to tell you now, following our tata conversation. Hey, we are Summer presenting. Loving. That's right. 
the brand new Grease sing-along from My Talk and the St. Paul Saints coming to CHS Field in St. Paul on June 20th. Mark your calendars. Now mark your calendars for this. Tickets go on sale Tuesday, May 14th at 10 a.m. And uh, you will sing along. We'll put the words on the big screen. You can dress in costume. Oh, I went to this. So fun. I went to this at the Hollywood Bowl. It was uh, hosted by uh, Aditi, who was in the movie, and Melissa Peterman was there. And uh, awesome. I'm going to, yeah, it was so fun. I'm going to dress up as a beauty school dropout. That's what I'm going to dress up Ooh, as. Yeah. I'm, so get, hmm. What are you going to be, Lex? I don't want to be Danny. Oh, you should. Yeah. You should do that. Uh, do we have, um, so anyway, get tickets uh, soon at uh, on Tuesday at mytalk1071.com. Do we have Donna or Steve? Uh, Steve's here. Don, okay, ladies and gentlemen, it's America's favorite singing nun. Dominique, nique, nique, s'en allait tout simplement. Routier, pauvre chantant. I looked up the lyrics the other day. And? Did you? Yeah, it's a very, like, uplifting song. Like something about, like, like, yeah, hills, and I think hills were in there at one point, and maybe, like, Obstacles, but he keeps shining through. Something like that. Oh, it's it's all, all, all the more fitting. It's about perseverance. Yeah. Donna didn't uh, like. She doesn't like us anymore. She, she said, didn't want to see us. Here's how she said what she said. Uh-oh. Steve, will you please go in there so I can go wee wee verbatim? Oh, that was the oh, time. Wee-wee. That was well, what she I mean, said. You know, sometimes you get a wee wee. She had yeah. a wee wee, and so we let her wee wee. Um, we had a, we had a very <laughs> strange texting thread for our show last night, Ryan, Donna, and I. Um, and it was really, really weird, and it was because of something that I had previously done. Our question today, what's the weirdest text you've ever accidentally received? Not sent, received. Ooh, that was Ooh. meant for someone else? That was presumably. Or really bad auto-correcting. Could be anything. Could oh. be anything. Coming up next, go out there and be yourself. Nobody can tell you're doing it wrong, right, Lex? Mm-hmm. That's right. You be you, unless you're a terrible person. We love you. Have a great day. We'll talk tomorrow. Bye.